Hello, love. Welcome oh. back. Thanks for tuning in for another slice of Double D's edition. This year with Double D's with your host, Desi D. Y'all can tell we've been on a break. Don't forgot who we was a little bit. <laughs> ah. what, are, what are we recording? Who are we recording for? What's our identities? But we here. I'm Des. Des is Des. And I'm D. D is D. D is D. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, no, sincerely, thank you for coming back. We appreciate your grace and patience with us. Um, we've kind of made it noted and known. Um, we are two mentally ill black women who have lives, extreme lives. Like, I've we told do, we work nine to five. Y'all. D is a whole mother. I'm the mother of a wife. Like, I walked up and she was kicking out her husband and uh, her daughter for us to come and record. <laughs> I got a little hug, gave them cupcakes, and came on in. Like, like I got to understand, for us to record, we have to, well, we have to plan in advance. We have to schedule. It, it's a two to three week business planning. Like, life be happening, but. Life be life in. Life be life in. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of this, and that's why we're here. This is our outlet. So, sometimes... We have to go through life to have stuff to talk about. Like we have topics. We come in and we have the idea. Like today's topic is going to be about community. We're trying to we're trying to create a sense of community here, and we thank y'all for coming back. And again, we thank you for the grace for allowing us to take that little break. Mm-hmm. It was needed, much so. <laughs> so, so what is? So we talking about bringing back community, and in the first place, like what is community living? So. When I think of like community, I think of like, you have a block, right? Mm -hmm. All the parents on the block know each other and they know each other's kids. It's a village. It's a village. Like if you playing outside, you know in the back of your mind, oh, my child is safe because Miss Betty down the corner is making sure all the kids are staying their asses out the street and not what you doing down here you know your mama said don't come down past this light pose blah 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 blah. <laughs> so you know as a collective everybody got each other neighbors are not strangers there's not going to be a situation where someone accidentally knocks on your door and shoots you in the head mm. oh yeah i went there yeah <laughs> Because as a community, you know the children in your community. You know each other's I parents. Like don't understand why a child would be shot in the first place. I just there there's no community to in my knowledge, no, <laughs> no sane community that would shoot a child for a mistake. Um we don't claim that one that shot that baby and her family. I hope they're doing okay. I really haven't heard much about them. But, I mean, you know, I heard he did make a full recovery. Uh, he, oh, I would, I was, it was, uh, I, I, oh, he's doing great. I'm so thankful for that baby to be okay. I, I'm going to look up his name really quickly because I don't want to keep calling him a baby, even though he is a young he man. He is our baby. So while she's looking at, you know, doing this research on the clock, y'all, <laughs> but just going back into the community of just like, do you know your neighbor? Can you trust? Who can you rely on in your neighborhood? Like a lot of people, I do understand they move into neighborhoods and <sighs> introvertedness and shyness and just general fear 
of everything that's going on in the world. You're not, you don't trust people. So you want to keep your doors locked. You want to put rain cameras on your front door and you just want to protect your family and your property and everything. So you don't reach out or you don't want to have that open revolving door of people knowing what you got going on in your house. So I understand the safety of it, but it's also like a disservice to the community as a whole because you don't want to introduce yourself and you don't want your neighbor coming to your house borrowing a cup of sugar that you do live in a it's like <sighs> it's become we force ourselves into and into seclusion i did look up the young baby's name his name is ralph yarl again he is fine he's made a full recovery miraculously um i do also want to point out we understand we're not ignorant that community would not have fixed this specific situation because it's noted that the man that shot him was racist very and most likely is with that generation that is suffering from lead poisoning like it's just getting worse like they're just violent and angry watching fox news shooting at anything brown that moves mm -hmm. but you know community would have helped him not have to go to three houses to receive help yeah that would have been better a sense of community would have ever for one the world is a scary place but hear me out everyone is not out to get you you are special but you ain't that special <laughs> like, like not everybody is worried about you people Every, are worried about their bills everybody's <laughs> we are literally trying to survive now again People are trying to survive and people get a little reckless when things, when their needs are not being met. So you do have to stay vigilant. I'm not saying go through this world, la-di-da, you know, not paying attention to your surroundings, but you also have to understand that you're a human and that same grace that I was speaking about before, you have to have that for your same, your, your, your other fellow person. Because if you were the person that needed help, you would want someone to help you. <laughs> if you sitting on the side of the road with a flat tire in your neighborhood, you don't want everybody to speed and pass you. I don't know them. No, you want to be, oh shit, that's so-and-so that live at such and such house. Let me pull over and help them real quick. Like, Speaking I understand. of that, I did have a neighbor in my neighborhood near my local family dollar. We was in our car and we had a flat and some neighbors, a black couple, black, black family, we outside their house. And they're pulling into their house, going into their garage, slamming the door, putting up their groceries, and they see us clearly needing assistance. We don't have a jack. We don't have an extra tire. We're sitting over here on the side of the road waiting on family to come help. And it's just like, not once did they say, hey, y'all good? Everything okay? That's, that's you. You look me dead in my eyes, see that I have a flat tire and just like, that ain't my problem. Hey, meanwhile, I'm right in front of your house. Uh, <laughs> everybody don't has, doesn't have a good heart and that the world needs more love because that's, even if I don't, even if they didn't have a jack to help you with or they don't have a spare tire to give you your car, if you could have offered these people in front of your house a glass of water. Because it was summertime. It was hot. And I was pregnant, just sitting on the side of the curb, just like. That's uh, <laughs> a, a better uh, example of, of a community. I'm sorry, that was a. No, because that that, that mm -hmm. just made me mad. And I, I kind of want to brighten it up with what community could and should be. Um, 
I read a story online. I'm pretty sure other people have read it. It was kind of from the perspective of this woman who said that her, she was a single mother, she was pregnant and she had a child and they would wait at the bus. She would be waiting at the bus at the ass crack of dawn every day. And she was kind of spooked out because there would be a man who would come to the bus stop and would be there at the bus. When the bus came and she got on, he would leave. That was odd to her. One day she said the man wasn't there, but right when the bus was coming, the man came running up and he was like, oh my God, we thought we missed you today. And she's like, what are you talking about? He said, well, my wife noticed you and your baby out here at the ass crack of dawn. And she made me come out here and make sure that y'all got on the bus safely every day. I cried. Like she, I, every time I read that story, I stop and cry because that's the kind of community we need to have. Watching out for your fellow human. You are a person too. I don't care what this rat race has made us think that we have to, we are a, a, a cognitive machine. No, we're people. We all bleed. We all pee. We mm -hmm. all have gas. We all get sad. So why can't you stop to care about your other person? Take your step out of your own world. Again, you're special, but you're not that special that you don't have to add into this human collective, this human community, this world. Now I'm saying human, but I'm definitely not a all lives matter kind of chick. <laughs> I am indeed a black woman in this world. So when I'm saying all, I really mean us, us colored folks. We collectively all need to, to come back. back together. We've lost that sense of community because it went from that village to, oh no, you can't tell my baby nothing and you're right. Because some people do have malicious intent when they're talking to children, but to shut out the community in a whole because you can't nobody tell me nothing, that's coming from a narcissistic point of view of thinking that your shit don't stink and you ain't doing wrong. We have to get into the place where we can let each other know with constructive criticism, with care and love, baby, you fucking up. We just have your best interest. We're not trying to overstep our boundaries. At the end of the day, we just want to make sure that your babies are okay. You're, You're okay. okay. You, like... <laughs> Like, the kid's important, but at the end of the day, if you're not okay, your kids can't be okay. And if I see a young lady who has children, and I do see that, you know, she do have a lot of men in and out of her life, and some of the men look kind of sketchy and don't look like they after her best interest, I am going to put my two cents on side, like, hey, everything good? You have, <laughs> we have to get back into, if you see something, say something. Yeah. It's, everyone has gotten too into their own worlds too much by uh bystander sin uh syndrome right um, if it ain't got nothing to do with me i ain't gonna worry about this it. like and <laughs> dez ain't gonna play that uh last snowstorm we had really bad i had to go to walmart to make an order for a wedding um cute couple i had to make them a little breakable heart anyway i needed some chocolate <laughs> So I have my ex drive me to Walmart because I don't drive in snow, my, I, but I needed this order. So I get to Walmart, as I'm, we're pulling in, I see a man dragging this woman out by her arm. And she's kind of like fussing and tussing and tugging with him. And it's again, like four other men are coming out the store, men, also men coming out and that are not with these people, but no one's saying anything. And again, he's dragging this woman out of the store. So I'm like, hey, babe, let me just slow this car down. Ma'am, are you okay? She says, no. All the bass that I can muster in my voice, <laughs> which is a lot when I'm angry, I can turn into a pit bull in a skirt real quick. I said, let her the fuck go. And he, he did let her go. 
and she ran into the store and she ended up going to hide in the bathroom and they called uh, her family to come pick her up. Yeah. But again, four big grown men just just, just mm-hmm. walking out with their carts, trying not to slip and fall. Baby, do you know I would have I, I would have bust my ass. We would have been tussling and sliding on the ice rink. I don't play that. I am my sister's keeper. I take it personally. Because again, what? If the shoes were tied, I would want someone to stand up I don't for want me. People just walking by watching me getting my, you know, my tail beat. And it's just like I I was in a Chick-fil-A line. I'm sorry I was in Chick-fil-A, but I was in Chick-fil-A line, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're bad guys, okay? I, 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 I apologize. But <laughs> this little white boy was beating on his girlfriend in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Broad daylight, not nighttime. I, I'm sitting over here trying to go pick up some chicken nuggets for my baby birthday. And <laughs> I'm like, are you, like, scratching, pulling, fighting, and I rolled down my window, looked him dead in the eye, said, <laughs> and he, he stopped, and, and she's all flustered, red in the face, and he huffing and puffing like a little psychopath, and I tell the girl who comes up to the window, I said, check them, and girl, thankfully, she went over there, asked the girl if she was okay. And she and she was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then she, they just drove off. They didn't get their food. But at the same time, I'm just sitting here like, I actively could not just sit here and just look forward while they right next to me just going to town on each other. No. If, in my head, I was just like, I got too much to do today. But I can't let this go proceed. It's about doing stuff within a I'm not telling you to go out and be Long Ranger. No. I'm not telling you to be Captain Saber. I don't don't you get out there and get your ass beat because you was in somebody in the situation to say Dez told me I had to save everybody. No. Y'all remember I'm in Chick-fil-A line. I'm a black woman and if I opened up my corn door and pulled a white boy out of a fucking vehicle at Chick-fil-A in the ski who gonna look like the villain? Not him. Not him. Not him. <laughs> so um, it's it's about and I, I I didn't have to go fight that man. <laughs> I I'm not. I would have because I'm not tightly wound. <laughs> she said, "If I have to get with, I'm gonna get with." I'll you, get baby. with you, baby. But, but don't I, go around. Don't, being, don't, don't don't put yourself in a situation. If you. If your intuition is not tell is telling you that it's okay, because your gut is actually your your gut is a, is another mind, and it 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 you can feel that the sense the energy of what you need to do, do it. Don't be a oh I woulda coulda shoulda doulda because that's not helping nobody. No. In the aftermath. Like dang, I really did see some domestic violence going on. I'm glad, man. If I woulda no. Speak up. Like violent. this doesn't even necessarily have to be about domestic violence. It kind of took that way because sorry, that's just the two things that we've experienced in a more public setting. But like having a sense of community is just important for the good times as well. It gives you more people to celebrate the things in your city. Like I remember the most communal that I have ever felt living in Dallas was when the Mavericks won the uh, the championship. Is that what they do with the basketball? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong person right now. Like, I went to the parade. Like I was inside my stepdad building because I didn't want to be down there with all y'all people. 
But it, it looked cool how they was all community down there. I kind of just shot myself in the foot by saying I wasn't with the people, mm-hmm. but I was with the people. Because I got on the train afterwards, and they was lit on the train. It was a lot of fun. But um, having a sense of community helps you find your chosen family as well. Um, so your girl's in therapy, and getting my mental health together. And actually, yesterday we were talking about how your chosen family is what's most important you come into one family you have absolutely no say so into what family you were born no, into it's just a russian roulette of what type of bullshit you about to get yourself be born into or yeah. how privileged your life about to be. literally you have no control over the people who decided to bang bang boogie mm, without a kind of nasty and then make you <laughs> and who else they make and who made them and who they're related to. You have no choice in that matter. Irresponsible. I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> no, we were born out of love. A bird and a bee got together. We've had this conversation. I don't understand what the hell they got to do with each other. But anyways, we're born. You're born into this world. And who is your chosen family? Like the chosen family you pick, that's the most important. That's your community. You have to pick people who love you and see you because we all know they don't call it daddy issues and mommy wounds for nothing. Them people are learning themselves while learning you and parenthood does not have a manual like okay but i'm finna get on a tangent that's not have to do with this anyway <laughs> it's really bad like, like, um uh, back in your chosen family is the people that you can see and express your joy with and that can be the people in your neighborhood you can mess around and have some of the coolest people you've ever met can live next door but you don't know because you are too scared or too shut off to say hi my name is Hamdez. i live at 3403 mm-hmm. nice to meet you what's your, like you know if you ever need anything oh community oh my freaking god i actually I dreamed about this lady last night. That's really weird that we're talking about this. And I literally said I had no sense of community. My stepfather broke his ankle in front of our house. Mm. And our neighbors called the police. Not the police. The, uh, they lock him up. The, the ambulance and the fire truck. And they took him. Like, that's the kind of community that I want. We don't talk to those people, unfortunately. Like, we like we had not really had, like, a good rapport. It was kind of, I had bake sales in the front of the house. They came and bought some treats. Things like that. Like made little jokes about when they moved in. Oh, we wanted to move into your house. Mom was like, no, nah, this is my house. <laughs> you can't move into my house. I built this house. So it was kind of like stuff like that little rampart, little, little uh, banter and rapport. But when we needed them, because that day, that whole situation is not a funny story, but it's funny. My mother had just got home from having surgery on her back. My stepfather was trying to fix a walker for her. Crackhead dog we got from the shelter ran out and my stepdad, who's legally blind, literally caught his uh, eyebrows on the garage, ended up breaking his ankle. Like, you know how your foot's supposed to be at 12? It was at six. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Way back. <laughs> I get chills thinking about it. But again, they called, they, thank, God. They, thank God they were outside and saw all this and called because my stepfather was calling me because his adrenaline was rushing. He it hadn't registered to him that he broke his ankle. 
So I come outside. He's he. I wake up. He's like, I fell, and I'm again. I was just taking a nap, and my neighbors was like, "Girl, go put on your clothes. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the hospital now." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am. Thank you." <laughs> and I went in and and went into the hospital because my neighbor stepped in. And imagine your neighbor be like, "Oh, they ain't got they ain't got to do nothing with to do with me." Like we've had, I've had good neighbors. I've had horrible neighbors. I've had neighbors who who took our kindness for weakness. When we lived in Pleasant Grove, there was this this uh, Caucasian man who lived next door to us. Um, I during one of the bad hurricanes, not Katrina, the one after Katrina, our family came up here from down there on the coast. They accidentally hit his mailbox. We paid and fixed it. Um, it ended up falling again. And instead of asking or just bringing it to our attention, he came and threw it on our porch, like a sure, like a Caucasian, <laughs> passive aggressive, like jeez. So it didn't get fixed anymore because he didn't go about handling it in the correct way. No, because you don't throw things on people's porches. You you, mm. especially because it had six months had went by. Yeah, at that point. So baby, it might not have even just been this. How I know you ain't hit it again. That part. <laughs> but um. You can use your discernment. I'm telling you to not put up with any old thing from any old body by any means because people will try to take advantage of you. You can't have people who like can Like there go. are sick people in the world. So oh, yes. Use your sense of uh, discernment. Discernment. Just be well, mindful and extend grace. Because my, my because people do have bad days. People do have bad days, but people can also be users. You know that this person, they only if they only asking you for a cup of sugar every six weeks. Okay, that's fine. But if you can tell that they then came over and asked you for some bread, some meat, some mustard, some sandwich bread, and, and some lettuce and tomato, that that baby's a leech. They're, they they not use you to make a whole sandwich. I'm not. I don't. If I don't have it. If you hungry, tell me you hungry. Don't try to don't don't think you can, don't think you getting over me over on me because I'm a sweet person. Nah, because I promise and then you. When you try to go to them for some, then it's like, oh no, man, I, I know it's time. No, 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 no. So just use your senses discernment. Be smart with who you let in. Know about like. Man, do some background checks. If you got some predators in your neighborhood, y'all, you never know. You know, got the pet fillies and stuff. Like, <laughs> as it, it, and it's not even all of our faults, honestly. As a society in a whole, not us as the people, the society, when I mean, I'm like the people, the capitalistic, the government, and all those people, they've made us very separated. Mm. We don't have any places where we can just be for free anymore. Outside costs $30 off rip. Mm. I don't know what I don't care what you're trying to do. Everywhere you want to go, thirty dollars. It's gonna cost you thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Why you want my last forty? My <laughs> God, <laughs> do you know what I had to do to get that forty? I'm joking, lol. But um, like we we don't have any communal spaces, so that does cause the issue. There are not um, promenades anymore. Like y'all don't even know what that word means, probably promenades are like the places where it's just like garden space i'm not not necessarily a park but like just an outside area where people can commute mm-hmm. and hang out like everybody want to everybody want to charge you a dollar everybody, everybody want to charge you to be in a space or if it is a free community space it's not open until 
You <laughs> it's open while I'm at work. Like it's not after hours. Baby, it's not I need after I need work. somewhere to relieve my brain after work. I can't come chill up from nine to five. Why I gotta go to work? Mm. Or <laughs> or it's attached to a specific religion, and you know sometimes I don't want to be preached Make sure you to. come to our church on Sunday. I don't necessarily need that. I might just again. I want a place where we can be as a community. And, oh, we have recreation centers. Tell when last time you've been to your last recreation center. <laughs> Quickly. You can you know even where know? Once, thank where you. It's at. Thank you. Can you tell me where it's at? <laughs> don't give me the places that already exist because obviously they don't work. I wouldn't be sitting here complaining. I don't like to complain. I like, I like, I don't, I don't. I promise you. But, I mean, <laughs> we just need to get back to the days. Oh, I feel like. Make America great again. I'm not. No, that's not yeah, where I'm at. It wasn't great back then either. <laughs> I want a new. I want. A, I want to take some of the good things from back then, the community that they had, the village ideal, and I want to upgrade it and make it less profitable. It doesn't need to have a profit. I just want to have spaces. I want to be able to take that sense of community that people find online and bring it IRL. Here you go, uh, here you go, Mark Zuckerberg. Jern, join Metaverse. No, baby. <laughs> I, I do not want to be in Ready, Play, Ready Player One. Like, please, please. Come to the virtual reality. We have community. I get nauseous in them, in them VR helmets, Mark. I can't deal. I got a stigmatism in my left eye. Please. But we just oh, yeah. talk to your neighbor. Here's some homework. Oh, she give me a homework, yeah. My therapist be giving me homework. I never did homework, but I do hers. Anyway, y'all, find out two people in your in your, in your immediate area that you never talked to. When you go to the mailbox, if you live in an apartment complex, strike up a random conversation to say hi. I'm so and so in such and such apartment. Like, or if you have like laundry manual, like. Hey, ha, 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 you got the same type of socks for me. It, it takes nothing. <laughs> like, have a little community. Be somebody's brightening a part of their day. It'll make you feel smile. good. Have human interactions are important. That's all this has been about. Communing with people, being your person's keeper, having grace for your fellow human because you would want someone to have that same grace for your ass. So we're going to end today's comeback episode. And I hope you did take away, do your homework, you know, talk to your neighbor and just say neighbor. Na- point to the neighbor to your left, y'all. <laughs> it's Sunday and I, I took an edible before. So um, it's been a, it's been a oh fun God. one. But we love y'all. Thank y'all for coming back again. Tune this has been episode seven. Uh, lucky number seven. Community is lucky. It's lucky to have people that care about you. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.